Hello friends, Nick here for Daily Hope. We're in 2 Thessalonians chapters 1 and 2 today. The end of the world is nigh. You know, 50 and 100 years ago, people used to walk around with sandwich boards, like a bit of wood on their front and their back without printed on it. Nowadays, we just have the internet. But the reality is, the end of the world is coming. It does feel like it's coming more and more every day. When Paul and Silas and Timothy wrote this second letter to the church of Thessalonica, it was kind of a corrective. They'd written the first letter maybe six months or so before, where they'd said, hey guys, Jesus is coming. But here's the trouble, you know when you say something and people don't always quite understand what you've said? Some people in the church in Thessalonica thought that either A, Jesus was coming, so they shouldn't really bother to do anything and live any other way, they should just laze around. And others of them actually thought that Jesus had come back. So this letter is a kind of a corrective. They say down here in verse uh, chapter 2 um, and verse 3, they said, don't let anyone deceive you. Uh, that day, the, the day when, of Jesus' return, it won't come until the rebellion occurs and the man of lawlessness is revealed. Now this term is only used here in scripture, but most people think it actually is talking about the Antichrist. Now, who is the Antichrist? Well, people speculate about that, but we know in verse uh, four that he will oppose and will exalt himself over everything that is called God or is worshiped, so that he sets himself up in God's temple, proclaiming himself to be God. Oh, sounds a bit scary. Now. I've had people even recently tell me that actually uh, our president is the Antichrist. Either Joe Biden or Donald Trump, or I've had someone tell me that actually it was, it's the Brandenburg sect, this kind of spooky conspiratorial people who behind the scenes organize all our governments and things. And, and who knows, I've had actually someone say to me once that uh, swore blind that it's Paul McCartney is actually the Antichrist. Hey, Jesus, don't treat me bad. Oh, here's the thing. Friends, we need to not be worried. R.E.M. had this song saying, it's the end of the world as we know it. And there's this refrain, but I feel fine. Can we really feel fine? Friends, we can. Because Jesus is in control. And whether it's a person or a group, here's what's going to happen. In verse 8, it says, the Lord Jesus will overthrow the Antichrist with the breath of his mouth and destroy the Antichrist by the splendor of his coming. Jesus is coming back. The real question is, how then ought we to live? There's a story about John Wesley, I've shared it before, where someone said to him, what does your day look like? And he said, well, you know, I get up at five, I get the fire going, I have half an hour listening to the Lord and then I go and get the children up, then I go in for my meetings and such. And the interviewer said, well, what would your day look like tomorrow if you knew for certain that the day after Jesus was coming back? And he thought for a minute, he said, you know, I'd get up at five, I'd get the fire going, I'd spend half an hour listening to the Lord. And he went through and he said the same thing. And I said it before, friends, that's the real challenge. If we would do something very different than we're doing now, if we knew that Jesus was coming back the day after tomorrow, then we should do it now. Friends, we're called to live these radical lives, not lives of laziness, but these lives where we're called worthy. In the first chapter here, um, they're exhorted twice. It says that 
our prayer is that you'll be counted worthy of the kingdom of God in verse 5 and, and down in verse 11 that, that you may be uh, worthy of his calling and that by his power he may bring to fruition your every desire for goodness and your every deed prompted by faith. Friends, we are called to live the radical Jesus life. Lives of grace and lives of kindness and lives of generosity. We're to do it whether Jesus is coming back tomorrow or a year from now or a thousand years from now. We're to live as if he's coming back. And I love where the second chapter ends. It says, and, and Paul and Silas and Timothy, these wonderful church leaders, their prayer for this little church and my prayer for us today is this, that may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father who loved us and by his grace gave us eternal encouragement and good hope, encourage your hearts and strengthen you in every good deed and word. May it be so. May you live radical lives as you are out there being the church this week. And I look forward to gathering with you and encouraging our hearts together at services this weekend. I love you, church. Take care and I'll see you soon.